Believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, that where I am you may be also, and you know the way to where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated for the sermon. Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. A very special blessing of our Lord we ask upon John's family, especially Anna Mae, Susan, Karen, Brooke, Morgan. We pray, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. For according to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you. You who by God's power are being guarded through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. O gracious God, may we rejoice in this special and most wonderful promise to us who mourn the passing of John. May you guard and keep our hearts in this same faith, which has brought to so many saints in the past the joy of your salvation. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. We have been born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. It is a living hope because Christ is not dead. He lives. He is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. And because he lives, we have the promise that we too shall live. And it is in this that we rejoice. There is nothing that our eyes see right now that makes us rejoice. There's nothing. There are just so many things happening all around us right now which bring more sadness than joy. Even your grief right now surrounding such a wonderful man's death is compounded by everything happening in our world and our country right now. It's very overwhelming. Because wherever we look, we come face to face with the wages of sin. First from the threat of that sickness all around us, and sadly now with the death of such a dear man who is so caring and loving to the family that is before us. I've heard that many of the people that would normally surround you this day with all of their love and their comfort were not able to make it, forced to stay home, though they dearly wish to be present here. Where are we to look? Where are we to put our eyes in this time? The psalmist says, I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. Be assured 
dearly loved children of God, that he will not stay away in your time of need. God the Father is watching over all his children, and you are present in his mind in your time of grief. He is watching over you, even as he is abiding with you right now. God breaks that quarantine order. God breaks that order of isolation or that stay at home. He comes here. Just as he broke the bars of death and hell, he is present with you now in word and spirit to bring you his abiding comfort. God is present in the midst of us to comfort us with the living hope that is ours through his son, Jesus, who rose from the dead, ending the reign of despair and sadness in giving rise to the new and living hope that causes us to rejoice, that is now even dwelling within our souls. St. Peter, in our text from the epistle, draws our eyes in the death, in the death of our loved ones, especially now John, to what God has done for him and what God has done truly for all of us. He has caused us to be born again. St. Peter writes these words, knowing that it is important for us in death to remember our baptism. We know that our second birth is in the water of holy baptism, and for John that was on the day that we celebrate our Lord's birth, December 25th, 1934. Eighty-five years ago, in holy baptism, John was clothed with that robe of Christ's righteousness that covered all his sins. How important that is for us to remember on this day. As we see the casket covered in white here, his body, we are reminded of Christ's robe of righteousness, the white purity which is covering us even as the Father sees us. All of us who have been baptized were buried with Jesus by baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. For it is written, If we are united with him in a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. What a glorious word of good news for us. It's what we need in this time. We need this gracious gift of living hope that the robe of Christ's righteousness covers all our sins as it covers John's sins, that there is a place made in heaven for us by the Son, and we, we may go there. We may go there by the blood of Jesus. For when we wish to know the way, Jesus says, You know it. I am the way. I am the truth, and I am the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. No one, no one gets into heaven for being a good man, even though from anime, I know that John was one of the best. It is still only through Christ that we can enter the place that he has prepared for us. And so I am grateful that John over his life heard the words of God, that he heard the words of the resurrection and the death of Christ, which has taken care of his sin. I am grateful as a pastor, knowing that John was going to be looking forward to my visits, as Anna Mae contacted me last month 
to keep me coming over, inviting me to speak with him. Thank you, Anna Mae, for being a faithful wife to him in his time of need. Oftentimes when our health begins to fail, we are ever more in need of greater spiritual guidance. And John was open to that. And I give the Lord great thanks that he allowed for John to be brought the living hope of the word even near his death. We have commended him into the hands of the one who has cared for him for his whole life. Each day we are increasingly in need of the God who enters into our sin and into our hour of death. For at this very moment the Lord has caused grief in your heart because he has taken from you a husband, a father, a friend, a good citizen to our society. But the Lord will have compassion on you according to the abundance of his steadfast love. The Lord will cause you also to lie down in peace and to wake each morning in his mercy, which is new. Jesus said, Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. Even though our whole world around us seems to be changing, and though each one of your individual lives are greatly changed from this moment forward, the Lord will not change. The Lord will care for you. He is the same as he was yesterday, today, and forever. He will continue to watch over you, continue to keep you, your, gum, your coming in and your going out from this time forth and forevermore. For Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life, through his glorious resurrection, has made you to be an heir of an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, unfading, and kept in heaven for you. And the Lord who guards you in the faith, as he has guarded the saints of old who have gone before us in the faith, will also protect you. He is the Lord who will take you to himself when your last hour comes. And he will give you a most blessed end to this life of sorrow. And then you shall see the outcome of your faith, the very gift of that living hope fulfilled, the very salvation of your souls. And you will be partakers in that joyful reunion, that happy reunion with all those who have gone before us in the faith and who now sit at the feet of Jesus in the heavenly places. May this comfort your souls, your hearts, and your minds as you go forward from this place to your homes, to your reunions, to all the places that you must go. May you take with you the very living hope that John had within his heart. In Jesus' name, amen. May the peace of God, which surpasses all our understanding, guard and keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen.